Welcome back to Coaching the Session. My name is Michael Reardon, and I'll be your mindset coach this evening. Today is the day before New Year's Day. New Year's Eve is what we're dealing with. And we're getting ready to go out. We're getting ready to see the ball drop. And we're getting ready for another year. And everyone's aiming at making 2022 their best year yet. And regardless of what has happened in the previous years, that doesn't matter. Because 2022 is going to be the best year. We're going to talk about that mindset. We're going to talk about that way of thinking when we just say a year is going to be the best year yet. Now, there is some great things that happens on New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. We're more motivated. That's a natural occurrence. When we see people who are motivated, we naturally become motivated ourselves. When we see people aiming at goals, we want to aim at goals ourselves. We mimic. Similar to what's going on in society, everyone's mimicking fear. So now we have a day where people can mimic success. They can mimic ambition, goal writing, the principles of success. But how long? And we're going to be covering that in today's podcast. If you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Do all those things that videos like. And let's talk about this new year, new me mindset. Now, when I was younger, I would always have a New Year's resolution. Maybe it was to learn a language. Maybe it was to be a better person in general. Maybe it was to finish college. There was always something that I wanted to do. Now, if we think about it, every single day we have goals and ambitions and we have things that need our attention. Think of your Monday through Friday job, your nine to five. You have to go to it. So now you have an obligation. So you're going to your nine to five job and you might say, my goal this year is I want to get promoted at my nine to five job. And that's a great goal, right? I'm not going to say that's a goal that you should not go for. But then there's going to be people who are going to be even more ambitious. They're going to say, my goal is to start my own business. So now they have their own business, right? They didn't want to be at the, at the whims of someone else, right? They didn't want anyone to sign their paychecks. They wanted to allot however much money they wanted in their life. And I'm having a lot of people around this time reach out to me and they want to start their own career, their own business. And I tell them, it's not easy. It's a lot of work. And if you're not willing to put in more hard work, then you're not going to be able to reach that career easy. Now, this is not a deterring podcast. I don't want to deter people from starting businesses. I, I want everyone to have their own business, but not everyone is business minded. Now, of course, can you change your mindset to be business-minded? Of course, it does require some, some work and effort. But whatever you decide, you have to give everything you have 100%. And this new year, new me type of mindset is actually hurtful. And I'm going to explain why is that way of thinking hurtful. Simply saying that we're going to change because a day or a number has changed on the calendar is going to make us think, hmm, okay, well, nothing has changed. 
your subconscious mind is now kicking in and it's like, hey, it's one day, it's one year, it's the same thing. Nothing is changing. I'm going back to my old habits because you're full of nonsense making me do more. That's the subconscious mind. So now the subconscious mind doesn't want to do more work. It doesn't want to push. It doesn't want to change its circumstance. It wants to stay where it is. It wants to stay in its comfort zone. So after a month or two of you pushing hard and your subconscious mind comes in and your subconscious mind says, hey, we're done. We're not going to go to the gym today. And you don't go to the gym one day. And then the next week, you don't go to the gym two days. And before you know it, you're back to your old habits. And the same thing is true for the new year and new you. What's stopping you from saying 2022 to 2023, new year, new me again? Nothing, right? It's a habit we have gotten into. Now, of course, if you want to create New Year's resolutions, go for it. For me, I do goal planning on New Year's, but it's not necessarily a resolution. I just do like a business goal. Like if you you think about how you want your business to form, what direction you want your business to go in, what do you want to accomplish? You have to plan. And it's not a resolution. It's decisive. I'm not saying I'm going to do something. It's I will do something. This is the plan. And when I look at last year, I had all my plans set out. I've done even more than what I planned. And it's crazy. Because if I think about how I thought about what I was supposed to do, I was like, man, this is a lot of work. Got to do podcasts and I have to do motivational videos and I have to meet with clients still and do seminars and workshops. And I was like, okay, it's going to be a lot of work, I said. But it didn't stop me from doing it. Now, of course, I had 12 months to get it all done, but I wasn't going to just sit idle and let 2021 be the same as 2020. But how many people are going to make 2022 the same as 2021? Now, of course, if we look at society, if we look at mainstream media, Omicron is surging, COVID is surging, it is so bad, people have to wear masks again, people are getting locked down. Um, The boosters are full in effect, vaccines full in effect, mandates still fighting. It is going to be another year of the same exact thing if you let it. And that's the key, if you let it. Now, how can we not let this year be the same as every subsequent year that we've had in our whole entire life? We got to change our mindset. We have to determine what we want for ourselves, understand the work we have to do in order to change that mindset and then begin to change the mindset. Now, for me, when I started my whole mindset journey, it took years, years for me to get the mindset that I currently have. And the mindset I have is impregnable, right? Now, of course, I still have to deal with some lingering human traits that are easily avoided because I just have to switch when my brain turns on and starts to think negative. 
I just have to say, hey, switch it. But that's not easy for everyone. People like to ruminate. People like to worry. People like to live in fear. Because when you're living in fear, when you're ruminating, you're comfortable. Not in the sense of I'm comfortable thinking about something negative, but I'm not making any movement. I'm in my comfort zone. I'm on my sofa. I'm on my bed. I'm in my house. And it's comfortable. You created a realm for comfort. And the way I shook my world up after I had a good mindset, I had to do something to get out of that box, out of that way of thinking that I was living because I was a teacher and of course I had my teacher income. It was, it was nothing special. I had a girlfriend at the time. If I stayed in Connecticut, I would still be teaching. I would probably not have a podcast. I'll probably not have a business. I would probably not have these experiences that I've had traveling here in Texas. I would just be a regular guy going to school, working nine to five, having to wear a mask at school because that's what they do. And of course, I would still help the students grow and they would be happy and they would reflect my teachings. But where would I be in 50 years? Would I still be there teaching? Would I have left and started my own business? Would I have did something to get out of that box, out of my comfort zone? And if I have to be honest, I don't think I would have left. I don't think I would have broke out of my comfort zone if I didn't leave Connecticut. Because Connecticut was my comfort box. It was my comfort zone. I had my parents, my mom and dad, grandmas. I had a backup plan. I can always go to mom or dad or grandma and just say, hey, I hit rock bottom. Help me get back on my feet. That was possible. That was a possibility for me. But I said, no, no, that's not what I want. Because I would have been with the same girl, been in the same job, making the same amount of money about. And I have to ask myself, would I be okay with that life? And the answer would be no. Fortunately for me, when I was teaching in my last years of teaching, I saw teachers who were retiring. I saw what they had. And I wanted more. And it's okay for me to want more. And it's okay for you to want more. Think of respect. Do you want someone to respect you when you go out? Or do you want people to demean you and belittle you? Of course, you want people to respect you. You want to feel good. And that's what people fight for right now. They fight for respect. They fight to be heard. They want to be known. And I wanted to get out of that box. I wanted to get out of that path of retiring. And the only thing I have to show is all the lives that I've touched through my teaching. I wanted to do it at a bigger scale because working in one district is great, right? I'm not saying that it's not a meaningful job, but how many students, how many people in the world will not be impacted by my teaching if I just stayed in school? The whole world. And we have a problem in the world right now with limiting mindsets. Teachers, parents, peers are telling people what they can and can't do in their life. They're acting as obstacles for these people instead of lifting them up. 
and they're placing them in a pool of everyone else, treating them like they're everyone else. And it's difficult. I understand. I, I definitely understand for, you know, teachers, it's difficult, especially around this time of year, especially with all the regulations. And then of course you having to do your job and then your own personal life is difficult. I understand. And there's going to be some days when you don't want to give a hundred percent. I've been there and it sucks, but I found if I don't give a hundred percent each day, I feel bad, not a regret or anything. I just feel bad. Why did I not push myself? I could have did it. Why did I not do it? And I challenge myself to give 100%. It's not 110. It's not 120. That way of thinking is, is not helpful. 100%. Now, if you think you're giving 100%, I guarantee you, you're probably giving 40%. Because you know what 100% feels like. Or maybe you don't because because you, you're at 40%. 100% is going to feel like, like you're proud. 40% doesn't feel like you're proud. If you get a 70 or 80 on the test, you're like, mm, at least I pass. But then you look over at your friend and they have 100. And you're like, wow, I would like the 100. I wish I was smart like them. And guess what happens? Now that 70, that 80 that you got is not okay anymore. You want that 100. And it's okay to want more in your life again. But when we say we're going to get more in our life because a new year came about. If you think about it, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I understand you make resolutions for the new year and you want to make goals and stuff for the new year. Okay, cool. Fine. But it's not helpful if you don't have the foundation and the structure to get there, to complete those goals. Most people are just going to go through life haphazardlessly and come out at the end and say, okay, well, my life is over. I did a few fun things. Why wait until it's too late to live? Why wait until you have nothing to realize you should do more? Because right now we're going downhill. People are going downhill. Society is going downhill. It's not everyone. No, there's going to be people who are pushing to get what they want in their life. There's going to be people pushing and fighting to get out of that box that they were placed in. Get out of their comfort zone that they put themselves in. It's a lot of fighting. But this fighting is not a war fight. It's a fight with the mind. I have to fight with myself the way I think in order for me to get ahead. And if I can't get ahead, then what do I do? Do I give up? Do I simply say, well, I gave it my best. That way of thinking is not going to help us reach high levels of success. And yes, of course, you have a goal, you have an ambition, you have a purpose, a passion, we should chase those, but you can have all those. You can have a passion. You can have a purpose. You can have a gift and you can do nothing with it. I look back when I was a teacher teaching in the school. Again, I had a purpose. I had a passion. I had a, I had a gift. I was using it, but I wasn't using it to my fullest potential. And I still have so much more room to grow. And I'm nurturing that gift. I'm nurturing that passion, that ambition. That ambition. 
I understand that in order to build, you just can't say, all right, I'm building a skyscraper. No, you have to plan. There's a process. And when you set the foundation, you have to let the foundation sit. Because if you don't, you just start building upon it. Eventually, it's going to tilt. So once your foundation is set, you've done all the work necessary for your growth and your progress, then we can start to make progress for the upcoming year. But the foundation has to be laid out. People are not even setting their foundation. They're just saying 2022, that's when I'll start. If you wanted to set your foundation, you would have been doing it in October and November, not on January 1st. So if you wanted 2022 to be the best year, you would have started two months ago. So if you haven't started two months ago, then most likely 2022 is going to be another year of you going through and then barely making it out okay. Now, of course, what do we do? Do we say 2023 is going to be the best year and we start now to set the foundation? You could. It's possible. But what needs to happen is we have to stop looking at years. We have to stop looking at, okay, well, next year is going to be a better year or I hope next year is not going to be the same as last year. I remember in 2020 when people, you know, we're leaving 2020 going into 2021, people are like, I hope 2021 is not like 2020. That was a terrible year with all the lockdowns and all the COVID and all the fear. And then 2021, same thing happens. But this time is even more. It's even more severe. The fear is ever present. And this time, it's real. So now people are getting sick. People are having to fight off this virus. And of course, they're going to be under a certain type of mindset or way of thinking. Whether they need the vaccine or, or not, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is what you do after you're done being afraid, right? So let's say now you are fully vaccinated or you got the antibodies because you had COVID and you're not vaccinated, but you're still protected. Are you still going to allow fear to dictate what is allotted for you in your life? And guess what? Most people will. Most people are not going to push past their comfort zone. Most people are not going to push past what is expected of them. And I find it so funny. Sometimes I be working with, you know, with a client and I'm just lecturing them, lecturing them, lecturing them. And I don't know if I got it from my father because my father would always lecture me when I was younger. What I find is that sometimes people need it. They need to be yelled at. And I'm not yelling at them, of course, like, like in a belligerent, demeaning manner. I don't do that to clients. And I say, you have to do this. This needs to be done. And I reach some of them. Sometimes I don't because they see how much work needs to be done. And they say, you know what, Mike? I thought I wanted it, but I, I really didn't want it. And the first question I asked in my motivational series, I asked, do you want it or do you just kind of want it? Because a lot of people just kind of want it. And my question to you is, what are you willing to do to get it? Because if you just kind of want it, then you need to sit down. But if you really want it, then you need to get up and get to work. Understand, 
Are you a leader? Are you a follower? And if you're a follower, how much do you want to accomplish in your life? And if you're a leader, there's no limits to what you can accomplish. So if you're okay with minimum, if you're okay with just enough or okay, guess what? You don't have a lot of work to do. You can get that in a month. But for the people who are ambitious, the people who see something, a dream, a possibility that is so far out of reach to them and they still go for it, those people are going to be the leaders. Those people are going to be the people who everyone looks up to and wishes that they were. Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Warren Buffett, they didn't get there by accident. So why are we haphazardlessly going through life? Why are we letting circumstances to define who we are? Why are we not being on purpose? Because success is not an accident. It is a choice. And you have to make the choice. Do you want to be successful or not? And it doesn't matter if it's 2022, 2025, 2050. I don't care. You choose when you will be successful. You put the groundwork in and you put the initiative in your mind and you'll see what you can accomplish. And you're going to notice that the only person stopping you this whole entire time was yourself. You were your own worst enemy. And you could have rid yourself from all of that difficulty a long time ago. So get up, push forward, get back to work into your business and you'll start to see the life that was always meant for you to have it's up to you my name is michael reardon i'm a mindset coach here in texas if you have any questions email me at coaching at gmail.com until then everyone take care